0: Party One podcast, the podcast where I, Jeff Stormer, sit down with my guests one-on-one to play some of my favorite tabletop RPGs. This week, I'm sitting down with one of my oldest and dearest friends, Mr. Mycroft Boyd, to play The Esoterrorists, written by Robin Laws and published by Pelgrane Press. The Esoterrorists uses the gumshoe system, which is designed specifically for mystery games, and I can tell you after playing through this adventure, it works really well. A link to the Pelgrane Press Store can be found in the show notes. One note before we get started, I was lucky enough last night to be a guest on Friend of the Show Noah Houlihan's Plus Two Comedy Podcast. That episode in which I talk about Party of One, Dan Hibiki, and other various topics should be up later today. One last note before I start the show. I'll be attending Metatopia this Saturday and Sunday, November 7th through the 8th, playtesting games and chatting with folks. If you listen to the show and you plan on being in the con, stop me and say hi! With all that said, I'm going to throw it over to me in the past so he can get started with the show. It's all yours, me in the past. <laughs> Thanks, Future Me. I'm sitting down this week with Mycroft Boyd, and I'm super excited about it. Mycroft, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing excellent. Hello, everybody.
0: So, this week we are playing the Esoterrorists using the Gumshoe system, and I'm super excited to play with this particular character, because it's a character that we've been talking about for a really long time.
1: (laughs) So why don't you
0: uh, tell me
1: and the listeners at home who you're playing and tell us a little bit about your character. Well, I'm Jack Farrow, mummy detective. And no, he's not a detective that deals with mummies. He's a detective who is a mummy. So a mummified detective. A mummified (laughs) detective would probably be more correct, uh, indeed. And he deals with the situations that uh, not everyone's willing to trust a mummy. There's a lot of anti-mummy... You know, prejudices in the world. A lot of anti-mummy media out there. A lot of misconceptions. Yeah. But hopefully we can deal with that. We can all grow as people. And maybe we'll solve a mystery. <laughs> maybe. <We> just might.
0: <laughs> so, we open on a wide shot of Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> we zoom in on Memphis's famous Little Cairo district. Excellent. We zoom in further on a tiny apartment. Uh, tell me about how Jack Farrow starts his day. It's a it's a Thursday morning, early autumn. The sun is bright and shining. Mm-hmm. Southern rock fills the air.
1: <laughs> as it always does, the smell of shawarma lifting up from the streets. Yeah. I have to imagine that because I am drinking a large coffee mug full of Bailey's Irish cream that perhaps Jack Farrow is as well there's a a cluttered office, a uh, fish tank entirely full of sand on the desk, shuffling papers, looking like there's something to do when there really isn't just on the off chance that a client were to walk through the doors. who knows
0: well, it's been a slow day. it's about twelve thirty okay. and you haven't gotten any calls it's been you know it's been a slow week in addition to a day, uh-huh, usually when you're on the supernatural beat, you don't get sort of <laughs> feast or famine, yeah. You would expect so, that.
1: Maybe uh, watching and, the twenty-four hours news cycle on a little TV. So you get a text, and does wait? Does Jack Farrell have a cell phone? <laughs> That's a good
0: question. Let's uh, let's say I do. All right, so you get a text from your good friend, Doctor Sidney Malcolm, at the world-famous Memphis Museum of Natural History.
1: Oh, fantastic! He's a he's a real expert. It's hard to find someone who does good mummy wrapping in uh, Tennessee.
0: The text message says, "Museum emergency. Are you here?" I know Thursdays are
1: Senior Citizen Day. Oh, excellent! That means I can get in for free. I bet. <laughs> yeah. All right. Maybe I will write him back that uh, that I can head down to the museum. All right. Maybe, cool. Maybe ask him what I should expect. Is it a real hot senior scene today? I know I'm a little older than the uh, the average. It says usual crowd. Top
0: priority. Privacy encouraged.
1: Ooh, murder. <laughs> murder. So that gets all of my mummy senses tingling. I'm going to go over to the mantle place where I uh, all right. keep a lot of canopic jars. Bring down my... the only one that's not really covered in dust, and I'm going to get my little <laughs> my little 32. I'm going to replace it with uh, my detachable Johnson, because, you know, you can't have things getting in the way of your decision making when you're on a case. Sure. And then I'm going to get my bus pass because I do not drive. I'm going to take Memphis Tennessee... I assume <laughs> having... 5,000-year-old eyes causes problems with driving
0: anyway. That's a good decision.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's kind of having a servant take me where I want to go kind of thing. Like, I wouldn't drive my own chariot. That makes sense. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna have one of the fine Memphis, Tennessee uh, – what, do they have a bus? Do they have a subway? They must have a I bus. Assume, I assume a bus system. There must be a bus system. <laughs> we should have done a little groundwork on it. <laughs> yeah, I'll take For the bus on over to the – yeah, right? We're professionals. I'm going to take the bus down to the museum. <laughs> so you arrive at the museum. hmm And the first thing you notice is
0: your beloved ancient Egyptian exhibit
1: uh-huh. has been sealed off. Uh-oh. Ugh. Police tape. That's, All right. uh, that seems a little more interesting than uh, the non-Egyptian parts of the museum. It's not police
0: tape. It's worth pointing out. It is, um, it's sort of like... You know how stuff like museums will have not-quite-looking police
1: tape, where it just says, like, under-maintenance? But we're not talking velvet rope, we're talking, like, someone's rolled out some weird tape.
0: Yeah, yeah, for
1: sure. It's weird. It's definitely not just being cleaned.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they might want you to think it's just being cleaned, but anybody looking at it's gonna go, oh, there's something happened there.
1: Alright, I'm gonna take a quick walk through the tape.
0: The halls leading to the ancient Egyptian exhibit are lined with recreated cave walls decorated with intricate hieroglyphics. Mm. Oh, excellent. Small placards offering rough translations. Mm-hmm. The exhibit mm-hmm. itself is a large, spacious room about 100 feet long and about 40 feet wide. Three pharaoh tombs sit in various corners of the room, one open to display the vaguely feminine mummy kept inside and the other one sealed shut. Ooh la la. <laughs> Next to them, large glass cases hold elaborate displays of mummification tools, ancient mm-hmm. Egyptian weapons, and various trinkets recovered from archaeological digs. God, I wish I had a Kopesh. <laughs> your Kopesh is actually in there. Your your beloved Kopesh ah, Death Mask. Ah, uh, just a knife, just a, a knife while Kopesh in the back. Ah, <laughs> oh, beautiful. All right. Is there is anyone ar- more... around in the? Uh, in the yes, ig- there's ig- a. Um, you're greeted immediately by a young woman in her ver- very early twenties, young redheaded woman. She uh-huh. comes up to you. Um are you Mr. Farrow? Uh Mr Malcolm told me uh we'd be expecting you. I'm Caitlin well, Crosby, I'm the new head of security.
1: <laughs> oh pleasure to meet you, Caitlin Crosby.
0: Um allow me to show you the rest of the way through the exhibit so you can kind of see what we're dealing with.
1: Well so by walk you
0: through the rest of the room. Um you you know, you see several uh, more informative placards, a few children's educational displays, a number of smaller standing statues, you know. Cats, hippos, that kind of thing.
1: Uh-huh. Yuck. Yep. Right.
0: Finally, uh, in the center of the room, there's a large, well-lit pedestal, currently empty. It's sitting in the center of the room, marked with a sign that says, Idol of the Conshu Hound.
1: Ooh. Khonshu.
0: But your mm. eyes drift past those immediately, partly out of familiarity, because this is the same exhibit that you've seen a million times. Yeah, yeah. But mainly because of the grisly scene that lays before you. Directly in front of the pedestal, a middle-aged, paunchy security guard, from the looks of it, lays dead and mangled, his throat torn out, his abdomen ripped open, and one of his arms severed, in front of the pedestal. He holds a taser in one hand, but his walkie-talkie is still oddly stored in his belt. Hmm. Next to him, the idol of the Conchu Hound lies shattered on the ground. It is a bronze-looking statue... Um, about football-sized. A very feral, very angry-looking wolfhound. Hmm. There appears to be no further damage, nothing stolen, and no signs of forced entry. Blood seems to trail out of the room for a few steps and then disappears, but those steps appear to have been wiped up and smeared. And that's all that is immediately apparent,
1: but you can ask questions. Could be. (laughs) Human footprints, or human-ish, or... Hmm. Uh, well, they've
0: been t- smeared to a point that you can't really tell immediately. You'd have to really dig in and investigate. But okay. they sort of they sort of trail off for about two or three steps and then vanish. So they've clearly wiped whatever blood was on their feet right. off hmm. by the time they got out of the main exhibit room. Hmm. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Not obviously shaped, but periodic. So they must be from walking i'm gonna use my master detective intuition to just decide that that's probably that dude's blood hmm should i maybe so do some here, sort of you can
0: ask any sort of questions spend any sort of investigative points to sort of get an understanding of like what you're looking at sort of how you're investigating as you begin to look around sydney malcolm as you know he's an aging sydney malcolm an aged, aging korean man very handsome striking black <coughs> hair Thin, wiry frames. Comes down, and meets you. Pharaoh, old friend, it is a pleasure to see you. I wish it was under better circumstances. I do as well, old friend.
1: One, d- I think one day you and I the... must get
0: a coffee under not-murderous
1: Yeah, or m- a big mug of Irish cream, at least. Uh, oh, let's well, start with you know, the d- You know how I like it. <laughs> the basics. Uh, well, sure. Can I have that gentleman who's been murdered's name? And yes. Maybe the hours he was supposed to be working?
0: Yes, that would be Silas Patel, previous head of security. He usually offered to work the graveyard shift. He said he didn't like the younger kids having to take those hours. He said he had lived a full enough life. So he offered to take those.
1: And, uh, approximate hours that a graveyard shift entails? 12 to 8. 12 to 8. So I assume he was found around 8 a.m.? Yeah,
0: he was found this morning when Miss Crosby actually came in. She had just spoken with director... Oh, here he comes now, Director Morgan Blatt. Director Morgan bursting Blatt. through the tape is an elderly white man with salt and pepper hair and big, thick beer bottle specs, and that would be Associate Professor of History Hugo Morgan Blatt, <laughs> Director of the Memphis Museum of Natural History.
1: Hello, Asprof Morganblatt. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing here? Someone. Get him out of here. He is
0: not a licensed police officer and I do not want him in my
1: museum. I will have you know that I am the world's foremost unlicensed private detective. <laughs> and then my the particular key word there is unlicensed. And then my particular skill set may actually be of some use to you today, Hugo.
0: Do you intend on burying someone beneath the earth in, in the
1: course of your investigation? <laughs> this won't go anywhere near like last time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes, I remember last time well. It took
1: three days to dig that man out. Yes, well, he uh, he's got a closed. book deal now. <laughs> 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 we got to do that case next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll all be prequels.
0: I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah.
1: Anyway, this is Hugo, I'm this your is best a
0: police matter.
1: And I, I, I don't do think the police like are equipped to deal with a uh, hound of Shoe, which is. I'm going to guess probably came to life and tore this man to pieces. That's quite a
0: speculative guess you got there, Mr. Farrow, if that is your real
1: name. You know it's not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to ignore this man, and I'm going to continue about my investigation. He turns to
0: Miss Crosby. When I return from my coffee break, he better be gone.
1: So he walks
0: off. Caitlin turns to you and says, "How? I'm sorry. I, he, you do what you need to do. We'll deal with him later." Thank you, Miss Crosby.
1: Have I mentioned that my second wife had red hair just like yours and those oh, green that's eyes? So nice. Thank you. <sighs> it's enough to make me wistful. But perhaps we should focus on the matter at hand, Mister Patel's untimely demise. I'm gonna do some evidence collection. All right. Perfect. You lean down. And you start analyzing the body and the
0: area around the body. The first thing you notice is there's a halo of light, it seems, around the body. Which Hmm. strikes you as most peculiar until you look up and notice that there has been a sunroof in this exhibit for as long as you've been coming here. Of beautiful stained glass that you've just never noticed before.
1: I don't tend to look up. Most people don't. So... What's you the notice that the body on? is image. Is it like just uh, abstract, or is it just like... an
0: abstract image? Okay. You notice that he's laid out fairly directly underneath this sunroof. Hmm. That's the first thing you notice. The second thing that you notice as you lean down is his uniform, or uh, apart from the blood and viscera, his uniform is spot, or would be spotless, apart from it's... all of the blood. Yeah, apart from the blood and viscera. It's, like, pressed, and there's a perfect crease running up the leg. It's clear he took a great deal of value in looking a professional, which makes the shocking num- amount of dog hair on and around him very peculiar.
1: Hmm, yeah, a man who takes pride in his work doesn't usually come to his job coated in dog hair. I'll make a note to double-check if he owns his own dog later. All right. Hmm... Well, creased. Can I spend points to do?
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> uh,
1: does that involve a roll?
0: No, no, no. You, um, spending investigation points, you just get told a thing. You just spend a point of evidence collection, and we're just told that there was dog hair scattered around.
1: Ah, excellent. excellent. Like
0: it's you just get the stuff that you would need to understand what's happening.
1: Cool. I like when you spend a point. <laughs> I like this system.
0: And then you make a roll when attempting a general ability. And then you can choose to spend your points from general abilities to add to that role.
1: Ah, groovy. How about if I make an art history check on what a conchu Hound statue... Yes, perfect.
0: They were crafted by artisans as a symbol of protection. They tended to be crafted of very precious metals. Because, you know, they were supposed to be something that was prayed to and sort of like held up as a holy object. Conchu, as god of the moon, protected various travelers from various threats of the night. And so the various idols under his name were sort of crafted to represent protection against certain specific threats.
1: Specific threats? I'm yeah, so you would have... So the Conchu hound
0: is against a specific hound.
1: Something tells me that a night watchman isn't a specific threat. Hmm... Why would a perfectly good conchu hound tear apart an innocent man who was also there to watch the place? That doesn't add up. I'll make a note of that. Huh. Okay. We got a dead man, we got a broken statue, blood everywhere, dog hair everywhere. A sunroof, or or maybe more accurately, a moonroof. Hmm. And footprints. I want to look more at these footprints.
0: Okay. Yeah, so you sort of analyze the footprints, you lean in, like I said, you notice that they've been smeared up, clearly in an attempt to clean the footprint, or so it appears at first. Uh-huh. As you look, the first set of the footprints are still a little bit clear and visible, uh-huh. and what you notice is they are clearly not footprints at all, but paw prints.
1: <laughs> okay, they are paw prints. Hmm,
0: and it is only the future ones that you notice get very, sort of, they, they start to grow longer. Like dragging your feet then,
1: to get crap off the bottom of them? Kind of,
0: yeah. But also there's the shape of them changes from that very short, round, punctual paw shape into something longer and flatter. Uh-oh. More foot-like, if you will.
1: Oh. As if this one set of footprints was made by two creatures. Perhaps. Oh, one creature that is a werewolf. <laughs> gonna write down werewolf and circle it in my little notebook werewolf question mark
0: i assume jack Farrow has a one of those tiny little analog notebooks that he writes things in
1: yeah a little notebook and the snub nose 32 and a pocket full of sand and if i can't solve it with all of that then who knows (laughs) (laughs) well if you can't solve it with that then there's no hope right we've got something that's possibly a werewolf where do the footprints point? Do they point deeper into the
0: museum? or Back towards the muse- the main area of the museum, yeah. They start to go up that hallway, and then they disappear.
1: Brush over my skills real quick.
0: Sure. Are there any,
1: um, there's a lot of hieroglyphics in this museum, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, I do happen to read hieroglyphics, doesn't You do. Does anything catch my eye? Yes, they do. There's a
0: placard in front of both of the Walls of Hieroglyphics that kind of translates it, but not quite. Not as well as somebody that read the language in life would understand it. So you read it, and the walls tell the story of the Khonshu Hound, which is also called the Moon Hound.
1: Moon Hound.
0: It is said it was a trickster beast that would enter a village in disguise and begin luring people to its lair where they would be eaten those that survive would become marked to
1: become moonhounds themselves. Ooh, uh uh-oh. Possible moonhound infestation. Hmm. Would this be its lair? It doesn't seem like a good layer. It's open to the public. Hmm. Uh, ooh. Does my occult studies know anything? Yes, it does. Excellent, excellent.
0: Do you actually remember this from your own experience? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. But there was a cult in ancient Egypt called the Cult of the Conchu Hound. They were sort of known for hunting these so-called moon hounds. And after visiting a town, they would leave these tiny statues behind in the homes of anyone attacked by the moon hound. Uh Uh-huh. Now, you can choose to spend another point to get more information, but that's what you get from one point.
1: Oh, you know I'm going to spend the extra point. Oh, I knew you were. I front loaded occult studies. I, I I know. I I planned. <laughs> Alrighty. So specifically, like I
0: said, when they visited somebody, they would leave these idols behind, and they would tell them a warning to offer up a drop of their own blood to the statue at the first light of the full moon every month, <sighs> lest they become afflicted by the moon hounds' curse.
1: First light of the full moon. Hmm. Dear God, I need to find out when the next full moon is. Well, you happen to have a point of astronomy. <laughs> Not to yes! lead you, but... I'm, I'm spending it now.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> When's the next full moon? Like well, well, the time of Googling it. Luckily for you, the next full moon is in 28 days, because last night
1: was the full moon. Well, that makes perfect sense. I need to call over Dr. Sidney Malcolm. Of course. He walks over.
0: He's been sort of leaning back and watching very appreciatively. Caitlin has been sort of periodically trying to, like, come over, but he's had his hand sort of over her, like, let him work. Yeah, it's best to
1: get distracted by dames. Dr. Malcolm, how of long course. has this particular shoe Hound been part of the collection?
0: Uh, this was actually... We were just about to make it public. It had been in the lower stacks for about six months now, but we had been rigorously testing its veracity. We wanted to make sure that it was legit, because it was a huge find if we could prove it. Can Director Morganblatt them? finally approved it just this past week. Today was supposed to be its big unveiling. We were rather upset mm. that the, the statue... I mean, obviously it pales in comparison to poor Silas, but the statue itself was... A huge find, and it breaks our
1: hearts to see it broken. Six months it's been in the basement, possibly shielded from the moon's rays and thus dormant, or possibly someone in the basement staff has been feeding it blood every month. I'm going to write down dormant without access to moon question mark in my notebook. All right. Because maybe if I comes to a confrontation later, I can hide in a basement. Well, it seems pretty clear to me that the Conchu Hound, on my current theory, was exposed to moonlight, came to life, wasn't appeased with a single drop of blood by the night watchman and tore him to pieces. Or alternately, something worse than a moon hound came into here, tore up our night guard, and the innocent and brave and loyal Moonhound wasn't able to fight it off. Only more investigation will be able to tell that, I suppose. Hmm.
0: So, Caitlin Crosby finally breaks out. So, um, do you think that there's anything that we on the security team can do? I mean, I don't know that they'll listen to me. It's my first day on the job. But if I can help in any way, well, Ms. Crosby. you've been very nice, so I'd like to help.
1: Oh, my initial thought is that i should probably try to hoodwink her into getting my kopesh out of the, <laughs> the collection i'm gonna flatter her a little bit and then okay. i'm gonna insinuate that maybe i could do more work if i had that kopesh what do you say to her to flatter her i'm just gonna talk about how lovely my first wife is and how much she reminds me of her with her beautiful red hair and i presume green eyes I'm not sure thing that re- you originally said it was your first wife, but I'm not going to correct you either way. Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, it was probably my second wife, but let's uh, let's go with first this time, and let's hope that she doesn't notice.
0: <laughs> she <laughs> blushes, and because she's like a bright redhead, her whole face goes red with freckles. And she's like, oh, well, I mean, I mean, you know, I think that you're quite comely as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. points and flattery. Works even for a mummy. <laughs> uh, we really can't uh I can't give you the copesh. i though perhaps I could talk to Director Morgan Blatt once this whole thing is resolved, and if you, you know, can really help us narrow down what happened to Silas, you know, we would have to pay you as a consultant, so I don't see why perhaps we couldn't place a replica Kopesh in the thing we've done it before for certain pieces you know we've placed replicas in the display because if we're being honest, the museum goer can't notice, and sometimes the piece is too valuable to place there directly.
1: that's a good idea, and no Kopesh is more deserving of a fine replica. Thank you Miss Crosby that's uh anything I can do to help All I right. wish
0: that we could I wish that I could show you the footage, but something but we seem to have been hacked are not security cameras so we can't display it.
1: Oh yeah, these places have cameras. Huh.
0: Hacked? Who hacked you? Can't say it just they did, cameras didn't work. We went back that was obviously that was the first thing that we did was we went and looked at the th- at the whatchamacallits but Um mm-hmm. they just were blank.
1: Hmm. Hmm Hmm, I'm wondering got electronic surveillance is that useful for taking a look at the system uh yes i'd like yeah i'd like to at least get a look at these blank tapes
0: you know what i think that we can if you come with me um i think that we can take you up to the uh to security. The security room
1: yeah does mr patel have any personal effects say in a locker somewhere Uh, you know what he
0: does, but we can collect. We can we can stop by there after security. So we'll stop by. We'll go to security first and show you the the cameras. Then Then we'll we'll go to the locker.
1: Mm -hmm. So anyone rifled through this dead man's pockets? Mm, Rifled through his pockets?
0: No, I can't say anyone has. Well, well, we'll leave that for the police. That seems like a good idea.
1: You never know. Maybe (laughs) suicide note.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you, she takes you up the stairs, director Morgan Blatt walks by and gives you the nastiest stink eye, but she gives him back a death glare, and the two of them have a moment, and you walk by. So she takes you into this cramped little closet of a security thing. You know, it's they're not exactly expecting jewel thieves and all that kind of stuff, so they don't
1: have a Actually, big security thing. Yeah, this glimpse into their security apparatus is priceless here.
0: <laughs> she sits you down... She loads up the thing, and she plays it four at eight times speed. It goes, it goes, it goes. About about 2 a.m., it just goes black. Comes back at 6 a.m., Patel is dead in the middle of the room.
1: Oh, that narrows down when he died a little better.
0: That it does. That it does. But we don't know anything uh, more than that.
1: Hmm. 2 a.m. to 6 a.m.
0: I'm sorry, that's entirely wrong. Ooh. It was 10 a.m. to 12
1: p.m. 10 a.m. to... That's all... 10 p.m. To, to 12 a.m. 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. is all when the blackout is?
0: Yeah, so I'm going to start this over. Wait,
1: but he was working from
0: 12 to 8. Yeah, I guess he must have came in early to check something out. I don't know why. Like, he didn't clock in, which is weird, so I don't know why he was there, but come 12 p.m. at the start of his shift, he was... It seems like he was dead. 12 a.m. is It seems dead as though day. he were
1: not mangled. Wait, you mean 12 a.m., though, right? Yes. So 12 a. I'm not good with times. <laughs> the blackout is from 10 p.m. to... 10
0: p.m. to 12 a.m., so the start of his shift.
1: So he was dead his whole damn shift.
0: Yeah, which means that there was no security on staff, which is <laughs> nope. worrying.
1: Huh. Completely different time uh, of death, and that makes it to me more likely that the moon's first rays must have revivified this conchu hound. So you,
0: she rewinds it a bit as it cuts closer to 10 p.m. And you notice him pacing very worriedly up and down the museum, looking at his clock. The last thing you see before it shorts out at 10 is he looks up, waves, and then it goes black. He
1: waves.
0: To an a figure scene off screen.
1: There was someone else in the museum. This is another... Mother effing situation of people trying to vilify a perfectly good cone shoe hound doing its job. Clearly something else more sinister is afoot. You called the right man to the job. Well, thank you. you would have said a mummy did it. Oh my god. There is some kind of collusion going on. Maybe we should check his effects. Let's go to Patel's locker.
0: So, they take you to the locker. She bolt cutters out the lock... Mm -hmm. an old padlock opens it up i'm gonna ask if you have a point in evidence collection
1: left let me think i've got two points left
0: okay perfect she opens it up to the untrained eye it's merely a collection of perfectly tailored uniforms flyer for karaoke Mm -hmm. some keys you know nothing real of note but as you are a detective you note A small notebook Buried Uh all the way in the back of the locker Out of plain view Uh You flip through it and notice what you recognize From your previous spend in astrology As a carefully annotated Lunar schedule
1: Lunar schedule The room we're in, is it like a locker room, break room?
0: Yeah, it's like a locker room
1: First things first, I got three points in Filch And I'm going to take these keys
0: Okay, I'm going to ask you to roll for that
1: And I'm going to spend one of my three points on
0: that Okay yeah, so you grab the dice, you're not the dice, you grab the keys. I think it works. Perfect. No one notices. As you, you've sort of opened this up before anybody can notice, so you, the keys are already in your pocket by the time Caitlin has looked in, and she sees nothing of note, but you've got the notebook in your hand. Excellent. It has a carefully annotated lunar schedule, and underneath the various dates of the full moon, it says meeting with HM. H- and it has a time marked.
1: M. What time does it say? 10 p.m. Ten PM. On
0: various on the various dates with
1: HM. Could be Hugo Morganblatt. Could be someone else entirely. Not ready to make an accusation. Where do the employees keep their lunches? They fridge? keep
0: they have a break room on I'm the going second to the floor.
1: Bro- I'm gonna go to the break room real quick. Okay. When I get to the fridge. Yeah. Is there a lunch box that says Patel on it?
0: There is, but it is empty when you open it up.
1: Empty. He ate his lunch before is- the middle of his shift. He came dinner. to work and ate but, yeah. his dinner two hours before he went on shift. I don't think he intended to stay his entire shift. Hmm. Telling. Most telling clue so far. Hmm. So H.M. Lunar calendar. It's clearly a second person involved in this attempt to frame a conchew hound. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I hope to got it. <laughs> That's true, and I don't have to fight a kojouan werewolf, but, but we'll see. Uh, maybe if I confront Hugo Morkenblatt right off the bat, threaten to peel the flesh off his face with the gaze of the ancients or something—something <laughs> super—a sound strategy. <laughs> he'll just he'll just give up and admit that it was him who did it, and yet it could work. It, I need to see one more part of the museum before I uh, decide to wait a month and see if it strikes again. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Is there a way I can get into the basement collection where it was stored for the previous six months?
0: Uh, absolutely. Okay. She lets you into the basement below.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, it's stacks. So it's these huge library style hallways of big unmarked boxes.
1: Into Indiana Jones?
0: Yeah, into Indiana Jones. She grabs a card catalog, she starts flipping through it, and she stops with a pause, gets on her walkie-talkie, and calls in Dr. Malcolm. Mm -hmm. Dr. Malcolm comes down. The two of them flip through together. Well, this is most peculiar. Um, I don't- it should be here, right? It should have been cataloged. I don't understand why it- that's so strange. It's been here for- he said six months, right? I- Yeah, he said six months. I don't know what the problem is. So now they've full-on huddled apart from you, and they're kind of whispering, unless you sort of want to push your
1: way in. I'm going to push my way in. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. This is terribly embarrassing. I didn't want to expose us in front of you, but it doesn't appear to have been registered here for the past six months. I mean, we've Mm. all seen it but it wasn't in the card catalog, which means that it wasn't... Wherever it was, they didn't want us to know where it was, which is very strange. Off the
1: books, no problem. Yeah.
0: Why they would keep such an artifact off the books is beyond me.
1: Well, because it had been stolen, or because it was a fake, or both. A fake? Well, I don't think it was a fake, but I mean that is... Jackie funny. boy, come with me. Yeah, and the right.
0: two of you go back, back to the main Egyptian room. Which, at this point, there are several senior citizens gathered around watching, because they now have watched um, the head of security take a mummy in a trench coat <laughs> up the stairs to security, then to the locker room, then to the oh. launcher And you guys have just been bolted, which are all on different po- like corners of the museum. So I'm just envisioning a long montage of, like... Did you hear there's
1: a mummy in the museum? <laughs> He's walking around. <laughs> <laughs> of, Someone, like, someone's dead in and then, Like, you guys it... bolt out, and then... I bet the mummy killed the guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm used to it. <laughs> 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 so
0: you guys come back to the Egyptian exhibit, and he leans down. My goodness, you were right. My god, it's a fake. Oh. He holds up a shard of what appeared to be brass, or whatever.
1: Uh, holds up a shard or of or it. whatever. I'm not an ancient materials scientist. We can hand wave this one. It's museum plaster.
0: We use it to make the replicas. I confirmed this myself. This is not the the artifact that we were going to put on display. Someone has replaced it with a fake.
1: Someone wants us to think the Cone Shoe Hound is broken. Someone who has access to museum plaster. I'm going to assume it wasn't Dr. Malcolm... God, everything's playing to Hugo Martinblad. Hmm. What would be gained from that? I believe you have one more point of occult studies. <laughs> yeah, lay it on me, homie. I've got two more points of occult studies. I dropped four in this bad boy. Well, yeah, I want to I save one of them for
0: for later. But I know right. you're going to
1: want to spend you know, one now. That sounds like a wise choice.
0: If one wanted to go public, but still wanted to have the Khonshu Hound there to drop blood on... It would be beneficial to replace it with a fake and hoard the original for yourself.
1: It would be harder to make blood offerings to the real one if it was in the middle of the museum and on camera 24-7? Yes. Oh, that does make sense. Yeah, that does make sense. So now I'm back to thinking the concho hound is evil. Or at least misunderstood and under the wrong master. God, it would be so sweet to have a concho hound, but I don't have any blood.
0: That seems like <laughs> really the primary <laughs> <laughs> Seems like function the... of a the concho hound.
1: Yeah, God, if I, I, God, there's just no way I could appease it. Someone's got the real concho hound. Someone wants me to think the concho hound's been broken. Someone who Mr. Patel, Silas, knew and colluded with and trusted to be at the museum after hours was there. Someone who could also have probably had access to the security cameras. Because hack doesn't really sound like the way to get rid of a VCR so much as turning it off because you've got the key to the building because you're the director of the board of trustees. God, everything's pointing towards Director Morganblatt.
0: Well, speak of the devil. He (laughs) finally walks back into the room. I told you, I told you, get that filthy mummy out of my museum.
1: Well, Director Morganblatt, I think I see the true purpose of you wanting detectives off of this case. Oh, do you now? Where were you between approximately uh, 10 p.m. and 12 a.m.
0: last night? I was cataloging things in the sub-basement.
1: So you were here? Of course. And in your catalog, did you perhaps know where the real Hound of Konchu is? The real Hound of Konchu was
0: in here, per- being prepared to display this morning.
1: But how do you explain that this is a replica made out of
0: museum plaster? Why, I am shocked at this revelation, Bull as shocked as anyone would detector? be.
1: Yeah, let's do that. I got two points. Oh, that. he's he's lying. He's lying? That is lying. that is a man that is lying. That knew that it was a replica and that perhaps knew it was, was not even cataloging it. Alright. Interesting. And
0: knew that it had not been on the catalog. If he had spent that much time in the sub-basement, he would have known that it was off the books.
1: Tell me, Morgan Blatt, where did you get this conchew hound?
0: It was given to us by an archaeologist. It was a gift after a recent find. It's very standard museum stuff. Things that you should know about being a museum exhibit.
1: Oh, I take umbrage to that, sir. (laughs) (laughs) I I was only on display in Berlin for a month.
0: (laughs) We're going to have to do a, a Berlin adventure now. You know that.
1: Well, yeah, I picked the other language of aside hieroglyphics is German because you know they did all, a lot of all prequels back then. All <laughs> yeah, it's got to be all prequels. <laughs> a mysterious unnamed archaeologist gave this cone shoe hound to you. You didn't list it in the books, how? and then of course you... I listed it
0: in the books. A...
1: then why is the listing missing, sir? Well, that I how did you... how... I? I've been, been through your this... card
0: catalog. Mycroft, you have one point left in evidence collection?
1: Uh let me look. Yes, I've got exactly one point left.
0: Good. You happen to take a glance down at his shoes uh-uh. as he is yelling. Uh-huh. And you can't help but notice that, particularly against black leather, blood, even dried blood, seems to pop.
1: <laughs> what kind of shoes are these? Full details. Uh black leather penny loafers. Okay. Oh, oh, God, I don't trust him. Ah, He's got blood on his shoes. I'm going to keep that little gem for my trump card. Maybe I should play my trump card right now. God, what if he's the concho Hound? Some kind of werewolf. This wouldn't be a safe place to confront him and have him turn into a wolf and kill all my friends and (laughs) ex-wives. Hmm. Where was I? i lost my train of thought entirely. God, he's the werewolf. No, he's not. The werewolf's innocent. So he either killed Patel and danced in his blood, or he's a werewolf and killed Patel and danced in his blood, or the werewolf fought him and they both danced in blood, or there's no werewolf and there's just a normal statue, and he's some kind of third thing, or good grief. This doesn't feel like the right time for a confrontation. I feel like I need to back off. Okay. And then surveil him. Okay. So uh, you win this time, Morgan Blatt. I'll back off. I yours.
0: always win.
1: Yes, you do. You've made that abundantly clear.
0: Yes, I did. And he <laughs> sort of he sort of does this big theatrical Vince McMahon strut <gasps> off.
1: Morgan Blatt! Yeah, I'll kill him with a cloud of scarabs one of these days. One of these days. So I'm going to confer outside the museum, or maybe in. Let's okay. go to the gift shop. All right. I'm going to confer with Dr. Malcolm in the gift shop. I'm okay. gonna... Sure. He comes
0: down, he's got a mug of coffee. It says, Number One Director of Acquisitions and uh, Renovations. <laughs> that... He's drinking coffee out of
1: <sighs> Dr. Malcolm.
0: What are you thinking, Jackie old friend?
1: Every sign points to Director Hugo Morganblatt being involved in this in a nefarious capacity.
0: Absolutely not. You've the got, man is uh,
1: in the past six
0: months he's been a mentor to all of us. Past six months? Yeah. Since he took over for the previous director of the museum. Oh, that's not a Director Cornelius fake name. Hmm?
1: Cornelius' fake name was <laughs> a real treasure. <laughs> we miss him dearly. I can't believe I didn't think to ask how long he'd been director. He's been here exactly as long as the Cone Shoe Hound. He had blood all over his shoes. Blood all over that, his shoes? I'm mean, going that truth bomb land, yeah. <laughs> Here's Mr. Patel's notebook outlining not only the cycles of the full moon, but uh, meetings with an HM. My Obviously God. Hugo Morganblatt. The absence of the statue and so, the card catalogs. We've got a replica, which he obviously lied about it being a replica. He was here during the murder.
0: my god. Have you
1: s- ever seen him in the same room as the Shoe Hound statue?
0: Of course, he. it was his baby. He was, He said that that was going to be his greatest unveiling. He was there with it every night. He seemed to so. treasure that thing like a, like a holy artifact. Which I guess it was, but you know oh, what I mean.
1: Like a holy artifact, Malcolm? I don't expect that.
0: You know, I... I'm trying. I'm trying, Jack. And I hope that you can understand. You're one of the good
1: ones. It seems to me that it is most likely that Morgan Blatt is a cultist of Konshu, That he makes blood offerings to this statue every night. And that last night he either gave it a big offering of a, an unwitting sacrifice, or he made the sacrifice late and wasn't able to appease the Konshu Hound. He either so- is a Konshu Hound or the statue comes to life. Statues coming to life is crazy, even for a Well, I mean,
0: we've had it on camera for six months, and I've never seen it come to life, so, I mean, it's possible, but...
1: It's been under permanent surveillance, and Morgan Blatt hasn't, which means that if I have to choose between Morgan Blatt or the statue transforming into a magical wolf that kills people, Morgan Blatt seems more likely. That's just deduction. My god. (laughs) That's just simple deduction. That's why you're the detective. <laughs> so, we've got to follow Morgan Blatt. Okay. And, God, I don't want to wait another month and have him kill someone, so we should follow him Oh, we death. must
0: absolutely not wait another month. If he's turning into a monster at the light of the full moon, we should take advantage of the fact that we have Instead a full twenty days. we should got a month.
1: <laughs> yeah. We should, we should use this month to our advantage and not waste it. So, he's a conchu hound, Hugo Morgan Black. He killed Patel. We need to find a statue. That's the source of his power. Or, wait, no. If he was making regular sacrifices, he wouldn't turn into him. A... Maybe there's a whole cult. Maybe a whole bunch of cool Egyptian cultists have survived for 3,000 years, and they want to accept me as their god king. Um. Well, you know you're talking out loud now. Yeah. Do all my talking out loud. should just assume all of these asides are... Out loud, <laughs> no intermo um, not how pharaohs do things <laughs> I
0: uh you know, Jackie boy, you and I go back years, oh, yeah, ever since the London incident, <laughs> I gotta say, I'm starting to wonder if maybe not maybe not bringing you onto the case seems like a better idea if. It's
1: going to lead to you trying to become some sort of god king? I take umbrage to become a god king, because I am a god king. But, uh, point taken. Point taken, old top. Let's, uh, focus on stopping the werewolf first. One thing at a time. The shoe Hound. Maybe some kind of weird western werewolf who just likes Egypt. And just... Wants to be a not you? Does all his normal, regular Western werewolfing with like an Egyptian flavor that's just totally going to make life harder for the mummies in town. Ah, nefarious! Morgan Blatt! You
0: rang. Is he back? He's over your shoulder.
1: Oh, I was just buying some souvenirs. I'm going to pick up this cool, what's the nearest thing on the shelf to me?
0: Um, it's a t-shirt that just says Mummy Hunter. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just getting this Mummy Hunter t shirt, Morgan Blatt. <laughs> and I go to the cashier and I pay for the shirt. And I'm going to wear Cashier's under... a lovely old woman named Karen. Oh, Karen, have I ever mentioned to you that you remind me of my second wife? <laughs> same eyes, same. It's fire. <laughs> and I'll pay for that shirt and I'm going to wear it under my trench coat. You know, you want people to know. I get it. So I need think I've mined the museum as much as I can. Okay. I need to surveil Morgan Blatt. Okay. God, what's he going to... Maybe just just break into his home at night. That's valid. That's a valid strategy. That feels like a valid strategy. Okay. I know yeah. he works nights. He's there at the museum at night. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to break into his home.
0: Okay. <laughs> That's why you're not a cop. So, uh, how do you get his address?
1: That's exactly what I was just wondering. I'm going
0: to say however you choose you get it, just you have to say how you've got it.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna, going over my stats, it's clearly not chemistry. Oh, I haven't used my law yet, maybe I can look up in city records where he's paying property taxes. Yeah, that seems like a good
0: strategy, sure. Right. Cool. Yeah, so you look up, city hall. You look up his address, uh, when do you go, When do you choose to go? Mm. While he's, while you know he's on duty, another time? The hour of the jackal. 2am? Uh, 2am, Sure. You uh, hang around by the museum until then, so you kind of spend your whole day in the museum neighborhood.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'll get a shawarma. Because mm. it's Little Cairo, right? Is the museum in Little Cairo? Well, it's a bus ride away, actually, so no.
0: But you can still okay. get a shawarma. I mean, that, that's it's everywhere Memphis, nowadays.
1: Right? Yeah, Memphis. They're known for their shawarma. Good old Memphis shawarma. <laughs> <laughs> shawarma and ribs. It's a whole day. Yeah, huh? it's, it's a culture.
0: <laughs> so you hang out. You note that around one or two a.m. You note that his car is still there. So you know that he's not going to be there. I assume you catch a cab, or do you wait what, for the
1: bus? What kind of car does he drive?
0: Uh, he drives a real beat up Chevy Nova.
1: Chevy Nova beater. Good to know in case I need to hide in the back seat of it later. And I'll, I'll take the bus. I got my okay. Bus
0: so you take the bus. It takes a while because it's late. And it's the bus. Yeah, but you get to his apartment. You go up to the door, or do you go uh-huh. through the door or the window?
1: Ooh. Mm. Or up Give the fire a escape,
0: rather. It's on the fourth Give floor.
1: Me... It's a fourth floor is like an apartment or like a yeah, condo. Yeah, it's an apartment.
0: Okay. A very small apartment.
1: All right.
0: Smaller than you'd expect, given uh, the director of a major metropolitan museum.
1: Huh. Well, he's only been director for six months. He'll move into the mansion later, probably, when all of his evil schemes come to fruition and he's rich and ruling the town as a werewolf god-king. Which so I've got a nip in the butt. only um, room for one god-king. Well, first I'm going to try on his front door every key on Patel's ring. Okay. None of them fit, do they? Actually, one does. So they were colluding. That's excellent. You
0: open the door, you look right. inside, uh-huh. and it... Is empty. Completely. Completely empty. empty? As though no one had ever lived here. No, that's not true. There are two chairs. Two two very basic IKEA Herman chairs.
1: Oh my god! He spent nothing on this fake address. If he was there since 10 p.m. last night, it's 2 a.m. Technically, the next day, he's been at that museum for more than twenty-four straight hours. Why? Yes, he has. Flashback memory. Yep. Was his name on any lunches in the break room fridge?
0: No, but several were marked as H.M. Huh.
1: So he eats food. <laughs> he does eat. <laughs> All
0: right. Which is a more valuable thing than you? than... Uh, that's a clue. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know I appreciate that. That's a clue. That excites clue. me. That that's a clue.
1: It's a clue. So he's been lying about his address. Patel has the key here, but there's clearly nothing here except for the occasional that they meet. I'm beginning to think Patel's not an innocent victim, but some kind of cultist who is caught up in a... He chose to work graveyard shifts, right? He offered he to, to work the graveyard shifts. He said he, like didn't want,
0: he didn't want the younger people to have to deal with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's some kind of cultist. He was... Some perfectly innocent here, but I'll still avenge him. Hmm. Well, I'm going to peek around more into the... in his house. Okay.
0: The only other thing you find is a single low-grade Dell laptop.
1: Like an old Dell laptop.
0: Yeah. Not okay. not a
1: recent model. Like a, It's been around for a few years. Well, I'm not going to waste time here and get caught and have to kill the bad b- guy before I've got great evidence he's the bad guy. So I'm just going to take the laptop with me. And okay. I assume it's Power cord, and I'm gonna go back to my office, okay, and then I'm gonna to try to break into this laptop all night okay um
0: is i is there a computer skill? I don't have the skill list in front of me I think um, there
1: is there's like a cryptography thing that I didn't feel was perfect, maybe this is a document analysis linguistics surveillance, electronic surveillance uh I'm going to fiddle around with this computer for an hour and realize that yeah. I can't get into it on my own. And then I'm going to use my network to find someone who can break me into this okay. laptop.
0: You happen to know from your long conversations that your friend at the pawn shop what was her name?
1: Uh, Ruby Jane.
0: Ruby Jane. That Ruby Jane is quite the quite the young techie.
1: And they probably sell her lots of laptops <laughs> and then she probably... Yeah! Excellent! So I'm going to go to the Local cash for gold. Okay. With so this you, laptop. Uh, you
0: walk in and there's, you know, punk music playing. And she's behind the mm-hmm. counter as she always is at this time of night. Mm-hmm. And she sees you and she lights up and she says, hello, mommy. <laughs> sorry. I, I You know, I always do that. I'm hey. sorry. That's embarrassing. I'm
1: hey, sorry. Ruby Jane. I got a problem. And she like leans You get a lot of stolen laptops day. here. You got a fence, That's right? And you got to get into them. See if there's yeah, anything sure. useful on them. Sure. All right. I got a stolen laptop. Well, okay, appreciate your honesty. And I need to get into it. And it's years after I get all the information I need from. It.
0: I mean, we you know we legally
1: cannot accept a stolen laptop, She says as she points to a back room. Good point. Let's go into the back room, and I will go find a laptop that's mine for you to work on. Appreciate it. And you know, you head to the back room. She puts up a back in five sign.
0: Uh huh. Good. She's like, all right. Very, plug it in. Very let's see what we got. So I remember to steal the power cord, right? Yeah. 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 It's Package deal. So you All plug right. it in.
1: She, she, yeah, cracks, it and she cracks it in two minutes flat. Turns out the password was password with a four. Oh, the one variation of password I didn't check in my hour. <laughs> 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 she opens
0: it up, and she's like, this is... Did you say this belonged to somebody? Because it sure doesn't seem like it. It's pretty empty. Uh, well, I mean... No, I guess there's an email client. Do um, you want to see? You want to see what they've been emailing?
1: Yeah, of course I do, Ruby Jane.
0: She looks. Oh well, that's. Uh, that's. Huh. You'd think they would email more. They would have a few more emails if they've been using this computer for six months. But I guess not everybody's a techie.
1: That's odd. Six months, you say? How do you know it's six months? The, the emails only go back six months, and it includes the well the. Uh welcome to Outlook email. Alright. Six months. It's a hard six. So <laughs> she
0: looks and you you look through them, and the only emails mm-hmm. that you see are to espatel at memphismuseum.org. Or does it I guess it would be gov for a museum.
1: Um right.
0: Memphismuseum. <laughs> Patel at memphismuseum.lol. And they're back and forth. Uh huh. But what's weird is that this email is the emails from this computer are being sent from
1: thewolf at gmail.com. <laughs> Morgan Black! The, uh, well, let's uh, let's just click on the most recent one. The most let's recent see.
0: one is Patel responding to an email chain from The Wolf saying, I can't do this. You have to bring it back. It's too valuable too many people are going to lose their jobs if they find out it's a fake. You can't take it. I don't care if you need it. Meet me at 10 before my shift starts. I'll take it back, and we don't have to talk about this anymore. You can still visit it. We have the same arrangement that we have ever had.
1: Uh-huh. Six months ago, the museum acquires a statue very valuable to Morgan Blatt. Morgan rests at nothing until he's the director of that museum so he can see it. Makes an arrangement with the night guard so that he can see it at night, feed it blood, pees it, possibly hoping to contain the beast within himself. Patel gets cold feet when they make a switch. Good to know. Never trusted Patel. Wasn't going to use him in my plot to get my Kopech back. Uh, and then when he meets him to make the switch, he kills Patel, breaks the replica so that no one is looking for the real statue. Now when the... Where is he keeping the real statue? Where does he actually live because his house is a charade? <clears throat> questions That's lead to the last questions. question isn't it where do i find morgan blatt i should stayed on him i learned too much leaving him what if he's still at the museum what if he lives in the museum an intriguing hmm. possibility hmm. Well, i'm gonna thank ruby jane
0: anytime i have the
1: laptop Hey, boss. Nah.
0: Next time you're in town, uh-huh. why don't you meet me for something other than a
1: stolen computer case? We'll get dinner or something. Shawarma on me. I'd love that, Ruby Jane. If I ever mention you, remind me of my fourth wife. <laughs> You've got her fire. And her eyes. I, I believe you said fifth wife last time, but I still appreciate the compliment.
0: Get out well, of here and lady. solve that case.
1: We're more alike than they were different. You're right, Ruby Jane, I gotta get back to this. Can't let dames distract me. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna... I'm gonna ride my bus back to the museum?
0: Okay. Well, now, with all these bus rides, it's 4 or 5 a.m. The sun has started to come up. Probably not able to catch a bus. Yeah, you're right. Well, I mean, it runs hmm. 24 hours, but it's just taken a while. Slow. Yeah, it's slow. I'm wasting so, the day. It's 4 or 5 a.m., You arrive, and the first thing you see is that the parking lot is all but empty. There's one or two security guards' cars, and they're right in the middle of the parking lot, right where you last saw, is a beat-up Chevy Nova. Hasn't Mm. moved an inch.
1: Mm. I'm going to go up to the Nova. All right. And I'm going to... You
0: look into the Nova, the first thing you see is that the cushions on all but the driver's Mm -hmm. seat have been torn
1: to shreds torn to shreds claw marks all over them claw marks but not on the driver's seat nope i'm gonna take a quick peek at the odometer if i can you can just make up any number i just want to see if it's the same later on um it is 200 miles 200 miles it is straight from the dealer he hasn't driven this thing in six months so there goes my plan to wait in the back seat for him, because I don't think he's gonna come to his car. I don't think he's even sleeping in this thing, which is a goddamn waste of a Chevy Nova. Can I? It's four a. Five a. M. Five a. M. Five a. M. What time is the museum open? Eight a. M. Hmm. But
0: it's worth pointing out that it is not free for seniors. <laughs> it is Friday now. <laughs> it's Friday, and I don't want to pay.
1: So I'm gonna break into the museum on the. Uh,
0: well, as you uh, you get out your breaking in gear, yeah, a VW Beetle pulls up next to you, and out pops cute little Caitlin Crosby. Oh, hey, Fantastic. Mr. Mummy!
1: I'm going to what <laughs> you got there in your hands? <laughs> I'm going to put my lock picks back into my pocket, <laughs> and uh, Caitlin, I'm a I'm afraid we may be in great danger. Ooh, that's exciting! You're I've discovered the director Morgan Blatt is. Not who he appears to be. Last night oh, on bunch, um, I
0: was home. Got to. I actually have to um, go. That's there's. I'm just driving by. I have to go
1: now. You have to go now to the place. Yeah. I
0: have a a meeting with. Um, uh. <laughs> and she starts like back towards her car.
1: If you, you know any... something you're not telling me, Miss Crosby. <laughs> I'm gonna intimidate her. Oh, I can't. <sighs> If you don't want to be on the wrong end of the gaze of the ancients. I think you'd better tell me now, or I can't promise that I can protect you. I I promised I wouldn't
0: say anything. He he gave me this job, so I wouldn't say anything. So I can't say anything. I'm sorry. Out with it, Crosby! Uh, I, Out with it! Uh, I, I saw that the tapes went dark, and I called in and... Morgan Blatt answered, and he said, There was an opening for a head of security, and the job was mine. No interview required if I just didn't say anything about it. Please don't tell him I said anything. He'll have me fired. I need this job. I have student debt. Have you been working here for one day? Oh, yeah. She did just tell us the
1: head of security. working here for one day. Yeah, it's my first day. Please don't get me fired on my first day. I promise you won't be fired. Give me your keys. She can you your keys. Lock your door. Sir, yes, sir. Keys of the museum. You're in great danger. Morgan Blatt is not who he seems, or even what he seems. And whatever you do, he seems like an asshole. Is he? Is he not an asshole? Oh, he's totally an asshole. But he's also like a wolf's asshole. Oh, (laughs) ew! Once a month, transforms (laughs) and tears the head of security to pieces. Oh God! Oh God! So, in your present shoes, I, I. I trust you apprehend... But I need you to do something for me. ...level of danger. Name it.
0: Promise you'll stop it.
1: I uh, I pull out my snub-nose thirty two. the weakest and shortest handgun there really is, and I say, count on it, baby. <laughs> she hops in her car and drives off. All right. I put away that gun. It's practically useless. <laughs> I only got one point in shooting. Okay. <laughs> I took the point in shooting, so I'd have the gun. More as an intimidation tool. Alright,
0: so now is where I'm well, going to interject briefly and mention, um, mm-hmm. since you have a, a pretty good idea of what you're dealing with. Well, let me ask you, do you have a pretty good idea uh-huh. of what you're dealing with?
1: Is Morgan Blatt some kind of Egyptian werewolf?
0: Yes, you can choose to spend a point of, yeah, occult, I think that's what it is. of occult studies to know more about Egyptian werewolves, if you'd like.
1: Let's spend that fourth point on Egyptian werewolves no, Okay. Perfect. Do it.
0: Well, you know all the rumors, the pop culture facts about how to kill a werewolf. Silver bullets, wolf's vein, etc. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. The thing is... I'm trusting that I have heard something maybe 3,000 years older. The
0: thing is, as someone who has dealt with werewolves before, always prequels, uh-huh. you know that this is a misconception. It's not that the tools listed to kill a werewolf don't work. It's that they don't work uh-huh. on the wolf in form.
1: Oh. Once in the wolf form,
0: the, the werewolf is unkillable.
1: That makes perfect sense.
0: And moreover, if you try to kill the human without proper werewolf killing tools, your silver bullets, your wolf's bane, etc., the werewolf will trigger and transform, allowing the human body to heal while in the wolf in form.
1: It'll transform as soon as it's injured.
0: Yeah. As soon as the human form is injured, it will, it will transform until it's recovered and then revert back. And while a werewolf, it's unkillable.
1: I'm going to spend a point. And you tell me if this is anthropology, natural history, or research, okay? or streetwise or whatever, but what kind of silver crap is in the museum? Well, there happens to be, within the Treasures of the Old
0: West exhibit, there is the fabled silver gun and silver bullets of a masked vigilante of the Old West, who used the silver gun and silver bullets to forge from his silver mine to fight criminals.
1: Yippee-ki-yay. All right. I've got the key to the museum. You got the key to the museum. I'm going to real casually go in through the front door. All right. And I'm going to make a beeline right to the treasures of the Old West. Okay. And I'm going to... Oh, God. Break it. It's his gun and his bullet. His gun and his bullets. Thank God. <laughs> also his hat, if he wouldn't. wanted to take his hat. Right. I have been conspicuously hatless this the entire fucking game. All right. You know what? Let's get him down here. I'm going to smash the glass.
0: All right. The alarms go off. I'm going to put on the hat. Morgan Blatt arrives with a security guard on both sides. I uh-huh. knew it. I knew that you were merely looking to rob this museum of its old... West? West Treasures? Exhibits? I figured you would go for the P- Kopesh, to be honest. That seemed like more your
1: speed, but whatever. I'm still going to have you arrested. Oh, trust me, Morgan Blatt. When this is all said and done, that Kopesh will be mine. Gentlemen, do you know that you're working for a werewolf?
0: Uh, did you know we were working for a werewolf? Nah, I didn't know we were working for a werewolf. You're working
1: for a werewolf? I, oh, man. I can prove it, too. Okay. First, and then I'm going to shoot the Morgan Blatt. All right. With the silver bullets. With the silver bullets. All right, I'm going to ask for a shooting roll. Okay. I still don't have any dice. Yeah, I got, we got my dice point. here. I got one point in shooting. I'm going to spend that point to shoot him good.
0: Okay. 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 Uh, you shoot him square in the shoulder. Yeah. It's not a lethal shot, but he goes Fresh down. Wounds. I mean, he's an old man. Yeah, there's more of that. But he's now, like, crying and squealing on the ground in a very uncool way. But not transforming, it's worth pointing out. Because it
1: was a silver bullet, gentlemen. It was a silver bullet. He would instantly have shrugged off a regular bullet and transformed instantly into a wolf. So, are you saying that your way of proving that he's not a werewolf is
0: to shoot him, and when he doesn't transform, that's Do I have proof? My-
1: Five more bullets? Are they reaching for guns or anything?
0: They're um they're kind of in shock that you just shot a man in cold
1: blood, but they've started um, to reach for their tasers. Can I get off another shot? Yeah. Well, uh, let's do that. Um, it goes wide. God
0: damn! I knew I should.
1: It's not your fault. <laughs> I tell the guard. <laughs> can I throw sand in the guard's eyes now? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Do a little scuffling let's... roll. Yeah, let's scuffle. How many points do you want? I've to have got um five points in scuffling.
0: Oh yeah, he goes down hard. <laughs> He's crying like a baby. Oh God. what? <laughs> <Ow>. Why? You fang <laughs> me like you just throw sand in his eyes. Um, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. I quit. I ain't getting sand thrown in my eyes by no beetle humping mummy. All right,
1: <laughs> beetle humping mummy. I've got. I'll have words for him later. Yeah, he did. <laughs> the guard walks, walks off. All right. And Morgan Blatt is well, crying he... with a. Ah, why?
0: Why would you? Oh.
1: Oh, I'm going to tell real... me where the statue is.
0: <laughs> I, I I should just die now. So that you just seem like you killed me for nothing. Oh, but oh, tell but I want to be able to the statue
1: is Morgan Blatt.
0: Oh. If you have any interpersonal points, I'll find it later okay. now.
1: Oh, let's see. Um, let's see. I've got negotiation oh. and impersonate and flattery and flirting. I'd be willing to accept negotiation, negotiation here.
0: <laughs> Do you seem to have it over a barrel? Like the
1: yeah, yeah, I've got one point in that. Let's, uh, let uh, negotiate. Alright, so what's the deal you're gonna offer him? Oh, God. Beyond just, uh, I'll let you live. That was my opening offer and it seemed real good. What else can I give him? See, there's no cure for werewolfism. He probably likes tearing people apart. So his body goes heavy. <sighs>
0: As he lets out, like, a deep, blood-curdled sigh. Oh, God, he's dead. He's not dead. He's just... He's dying. He's been shot. He hasn't been treated, but... He lets out a sigh. You know, I... I didn't want... uh, I didn't want to do it. I... I just needed to... You have to understand, mummy. You're a creature of the night. You're a foul, (laughs) bloodthirsty monster like I am. I'm gonna contain my rage and let him continue. I didn't want to be this way. I I wanted to be just the director of a mid-level metropolitan museum. It's all I've ever wanted since I was a little boy. I get it. Do you have a dream, Mr. Pharaoh?
1: Just a simple one. To one day find my Grandpa Scorpion's Book of Magic and the Undead, and to, to use it to raise a skeleton army that will reseat me as the god-king of the known world. We're not so different, you and
0: I. I merely wanted to be normal. So when I discovered the Conchu Hound and I heard the history behind it, I... uh, I tracked it down across the world and every month at the light of the full moon I would offer a drop of my blood. As the prophecy said, in these past six months I have been a human and I have lived... As a human, without the terrible curse of the wolf over my head, Mister Patel would let me come in, use the use the statue. He never asked a question. He was a kind man, a gentle man. My let God. let the record show that he was a good man in a bad position, put there by another bad man. The whole time, we need to get you to a hospital. No, no, I I think this is it. For
1: Hugo Wolf and no, Morgan. no Hugo, Black. no Hugo, You need to be the one who gives me the so that no one comes. Take it back from me. Is it? You know what? I don't have a second
0: thing. thought. If you want to take me to a hospital, that sounds that sounds great.
1: I accept. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drag him to the Chevy Nova, and, and we're gonna get into a hospital. All right, make a driving roll. Do you know how to? <laughs> yeah, make an unmodified and untrained driving roll. If you want to add a penalty to this, that's fine. Uh, no, no, it's perfect. You get to the hospital just fine. I can't believe I've driven for the first time. This isn't so hard. That's character. All right, I'm going to... Character girl I'm going to carry him in. Like I, a princess, you know, live, in my arms. Jack, I want you to know,
0: as he, like, lanes... As they take him and they lay him down, I never use that car. <laughs> I live in oh, sub basement yeah. near the stack, so I could be near the statue in case I felt the demon coming close to me
1: I know you've only got 200 miles on it Jack I want you uh, to have it.
0: my god and you know thank what you, yes hugo. you can you can have the copesh consider it well, hugo, a gift from one monster to that. another
1: thank you hugo and uh trust me just because I had the keys to your museum and you were incapacitated and all of the guards were gone doesn't mean I was going to go back and take my things anyway
0: <laughs> I think that's game <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That thank feels you so fair. much for coming on the show. I this has been so much fun. Thank you, Jeff. That was a great mystery. Oh I'm gonna throw it back to me in the future so he can wrap up the show. Take it, me in the yeah. future. <laughs> Thanks, past me. Gosh, I love that game. That was so much fun. I can tell you one thing with certainty. Jack Pharaoh will return. I always wanted to say that. Now before we go, I thought I'd take a moment at the end of each show to recommend a podcast for you to listen to if you really enjoyed this one. This week, I'm talking about two. One Shot and Campaign. One Shot and Campaign are simply put, the best. Both are actual play podcasts like this one, or rather, mine is a show like theirs, with an emphasis on, you guessed it, One Shot Adventures and a long-running campaign set in the Star Wars universe, respectively. Both of these shows are really special to me. They were not only the first real actual play podcasts I listened to, but they were among the first podcasts I got into, period. One-Shot is deeply funny, often riveting, and is a showcase for a ton of killer games. And Campaign features some of the best character development of any show I'm currently watching, listening to, etc. Check both of those out at oneshotpodcast.com. Party of One is produced and edited by Jeff Stormer. All music for the show comes from You and Me by the band Itali Hall. To keep up with the show, follow me on Twitter at DexDynamo for the juiciest details. And with all that said, thanks for listening, and I'll see you again real soon.